someone left the keys in the ignition. But there's no point naming names at this stage. It's done now. So the probation worker is driving around with the stiffs in the boot of her car. Just thought you'd want to know. Anyway, call me. Okay. All right, all right, I'll give you a clue. I'm an annoying cunt. <laughs> yeah, we know that. He's Rex's boyfriend and he's bold. It's Judy. She's got this power or something. Oh, that bitch did this to me. When I catch her, I'm going to batter her. I'm going to rip the tits off. All right. Uh, welcome to Is Misfits the Best? Episode three. We got to... Uh, survive through having our ac turned off but we can do it man we'll do it for the sake of podcasting it's actually not that bad <laughs> the sake of misfits yeah it could be worse today so i'm keith this is dan hey how's it going and this is episode three of misfits where i'd say it's a little bit of one of those like uh setting up it's setting a filler up. episode yeah setting the pieces in play and then like next episode is bananas <laughs> it's like one of my favorite things of TV ever made. So this episode, you know, it's not bad, but it's, uh, it is just, uh, it's a lot slower than the first two, but I believe it's more like a character development episode than anything like, yeah. Cause I was going to say how, uh, each episode has been kind of, uh, related to a character. And this one starts with Alicia going through the club and touching dudes and like making everybody fucker and having a great time. So it's like, Oh, this is going to be the Alicia episode, but it's like, I'd say it's kind of split. It is mostly her episode, but there's a lot of Simon, too. Like, we finally get into him more. Simon's just... I don't know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't really... You don't really know how to describe him, to be brutally honest. So, first thing, uh, before we kick off with this episode, I guess this could be one of our, uh, our segments. We'll see how often it recurs, but so far, uh, it's the Dan Called It segment, where... First episode where you were like, oh, I bet they just took big pieces of ice and threw them on the ground for the ice storm. And then they did. And then last episode was uh, Dead Ruth, where I was like, I just think that old lady's asleep. But you were like, ah, oh, she's totally dead. Allie called that too. She's like, oh, she's dead. I'm like, yeah, Keith and she was dead. Yeah, and I looked it up on the wiki page just to make sure. And I mean, hey, the wiki page would know. They got all kinds of fucking shit on there. <laughs> so, because it's mostly just uh, like, especially when Nathan first goes in, they're definitely playing it like she's dead. I guess where it just, uh, where my brain rebelled is, I was thinking about it because it's weird. Like people die all the time in this show and it doesn't bother me at all because it's just what this show is. Because it's like if someone decides to kill you and you die, I'm like, yeah, sure. It's just very like narratively You're suspect. not a fan of, of dying of natural causes? <laughs> yeah, like when you've been alive for 83 years and you just happen to die at the most narratively appropriate moment. I'm like, I don't, I don't think so. <laughs> so I think it's just my brain was like, ah, eh, probably she's not dead then. I'm just like looking for other explanations. But it, I, I mean, it totally doesn't matter. She was a one episode character who gives a shit. So she's dead. I accept that she's died. <laughs> so... One thing I was thinking, though, speaking of recurring stuff, I was thinking of a couple little things we could keep track of. First off, I was thinking with all this death, and lots of people do die in this show. How many people do they kill? And who's, who's actually a murderer? Like, at this point, Kelly, Kelly. killed the probation worker, mm -hmm. and the probation worker killed Gary, and old age killed Ruth. So I think of especially the main group. Only Kelly is He's a literal... actual murderer. A literal murderer at this point. So I think let's just keep track of... Uh, it's all the, the mountains of bodies, because like we know all the probation workers and stuff die, but we can't really remember what happened to them all. So we'll see as we go. I really can't remember 
Yeah, like I can't remember how any any of the other ones die. <laughs> yeah, so we'll see who's uh, who's the most and least innocent of the Asbo Five as we go, because <laughs> like I'm sure there's characters in this show that are just they're just caught up in it. They don't actually. Curtis, Curtis is probably caught up in it. They just like the cocaine. <laughs> yeah, whereas like because it is kind of shocking. Like, you just don't think about it really, but it's like even though Kelly was provoked and she was gonna be murdered herself by the crazy probation worker, she fucking literally stomped his brains in. <laughs> Like, that's actually pretty funny. See the back of his head? Why It's not supposed to be caved in like that. So that's our list of who's actually a murderer. So far, just Kelly. But yeah, I'll keep tabs on it as we go. She seems to be the most violent of the bunch, to be brutally honest. Yeah, and definitely, like, not bothered. Like, yeah, if one of the other characters had killed the probation worker, it might have had to have been uh, more of a, like, let's deal with this on a character level no need with kelly it's like yeah, fuck it yeah. she, she kills people on a fucking saturday <laughs> he was fucking crazy fuck him <laughs> <laughs> the other thing i was thinking maybe we could just keep a running tab of is uh we because i guess we were just kind of sorting out everyone's superpowers but uh especially with some of the powers in this episode alopecia powers and stuff it's like <laughs> there's some shit powers in this show so let's just Old do age. A, a rough yeah like a rough best and worst powers so like from episode one of just the main cast and their powers like who would you say has the best power best power curtis hands down because curtis is like he can't control it but it's clearly the strongest he can change the whole world so that's pretty sweet and worst power in episode one would have to be the probation worker yeah because he just lost his mind and turned crazy and violent and he didn't seem particularly super powered he seemed angry really fucking angry if anything it might have made his his skull even less strong more brittle yeah because he got easily stomped to death (laughs) um episode two i would have to say worst power is gonna definitely be that dude he's a guy that lives with my mom because being a dog when the when you think of fucking your your puppy like what was it what type of dog was it jack russell terrier yeah when you think of a jack russell terrier and you become that no sorry that's sort of shit so yeah, he definitely, Jeremy the dog boy had the worst power. And then Ruth's power, I mean, it, it was pretty good. You get to turn young for a while. I mean, if you're old. Yeah, it didn't <laughs> last that long. But yeah, it'd be weird if it happened to us and we'd just be like eight years old for a while. I wouldn't mind being around 20 again. Jesus. And uh, we turn back to our decrepit selves. <laughs> We're like, oh no. <laughs> so yeah, normally I do the, uh, what happened when this show came out. And I just realized I forgot to do it. But let me just look it up right now. All right, episode three of Misfits, featured character, Alicia, of course, came out November 26th, 2009. So let's see what happened that week. Man, I wonder, is it just that the worst albums ever are coming out, or maybe just the stuff that's listed on... It was 2009. Music started to go shit then. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, I guess it's just not the type of shit we were listening to. So uh, Rihanna put out an album, Adam Lambert... Susan Boyle. <laughs> oh, didn't who was Susan Boyle? She was the giant, ugly uh, Scottish lady who did like she won like a fucking one of those singing shows. Yeah. yeah, I don't know which one. I'm a I'm a monster, but I can sing. I think that's what it was called. Jesus. <laughs> Wiz Khalifa put out an album. So I okay, just a bunch of random ass 2009 albums. Now more our thing, video games. Let's see. Bit Trip Void. I don't think I played that one, but Bit Trip Runner was really good. Might and Magic Clash of Heroes. I don't know. I used to like Might and Magic games, but geez, man, nothing in video games either. Okay, this is a fucking pretty weak week. And last chance. Let's see. List of movies. 
All right, October. Man, we missed some good stuff in October. Zombieland, uh, Black Dynamite. <laughs> I still haven't watched that. It's pretty good. Gentleman Broncos. It wasn't amazing, but it was the guy who did Napoleon Dynamite. It was all right. Uh, Boondock Saints 2. No, that was horrible. Yeah, nothing in movies either. So I guess basically what we're learning here is this was a shit week for everything. So thank God for Misfits being on TV because everything else was fucking dog shit. I don't know about you, but I didn't watch Misfits when it came out. Yeah, yeah, me either. So who knows what we were up to that week, but it doesn't seem like it was very exciting. All right, well, there's a... You know, normally I think that's kind of neat to see what was going on that week, but uh, this week, fucking nothing. All right, so basic recap is that uh, the gang, the Asbo Five, the probation gang, they uh, got superpowers, and... They're all worried because someone left a note in their locker stating, oh, we know what you did. Yeah, the aforementioned Tony that they stomped to death because he went crazy. So, uh, yeah, they've hidden a bunch of him and the other kid who they didn't kill, but they got a couple bodies buried near this place. And uh, that's basically, yeah, that's the, the thread of what's going on. And yeah, Nathan makes fun of Simon for actually knowing the names of the probation worker. <laughs> Nathan doesn't know anybody. It's hilarious. Yeah, it's like, oh, I suppose you know the one we killed too. Tony, do you love him? <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Christ. So Simon says he's just going to turn invisible and just hang out in the changing room all day. And see if way. anyone leaves another note, because yeah. this is a second note. Which makes sense. And uh, yeah, we learn a little more with his power. He can sort of control it now, but he can't do it when anyone's looking at him. And it seems still to be sort of shame-based. like Whenever anybody makes fun of them. Yeah, and they treat them like a dick, and uh, they don't want to hang out with them. And then as soon as they all turn away and leave, that's when... You know what I was thinking? The way that special effect they do where it's just his head... Vibrating. Freaking all out and stuff. When we were downtown like a few weeks ago, and we were at Tim Hortons, and I was like hunkered down using the phone and then i stood up real quick oh and got all dizzy (laughs) yeah because i'm just all like you know anemic and low blood pressure and shit and that's what it felt like to me like i could feel my vision blacking out and my hand was getting unshaky and i'm like just don't don't pass out i should have just sat down again but i'm like i can i can do this i can wait this hour through it but the way his head special effect is like that's how it felt in my brain i was like oh uh don't don't stroke out (laughs) don't do it (laughs) But yeah, whenever I see that now, I'm like, oh yeah, that is kind of what that felt like. That's weird. So yeah, so he he sits down in the locker room for pretty much most of the episode. <laughs> yeah, he just kind of sits there. Uh, they have different like probation-y stuff they've got to do where uh, like last week. Sorting was, clothing this week, yeah. Old people last week and this week, yeah, they just got to sort of clothes donations. And there's this handsome new guy named Ben who is directing them with their... I didn't catch his name. I didn't yeah. give a fuck. <laughs> Me either. I had to look him up in, uh, in the credits and stuff. But he's the one directing them. And my first thought was like, oh, I don't really remember this guy. I bet he dies. <laughs> and maybe he still will, but he didn't die this episode. No, he makes her. Because uh, he's on his way to Africa, I think it was. Yeah. So, I mean, we might be exaggerating how many people die in this show. But that's just the first place my brain goes every time. Is like, But uh, this guy, Ben, he seems to like Alicia a little bit. He's and, eyeballing her, yeah. And Curtis is side-eyeing of like, he's starting to get a little jealous. Because he, he also likes Alicia. Surely nothing will go wrong there. Of course not. Kelly has to meet up with Jody, who's the girl she originally got in a fight with that ended her up here because they've got to uh, reconcile or have like counseling or whatever together. And uh, they switch, like Kelly's kind of trying to be this this chick. She reads her mind and then fucking says something severely chav. Yeah, she thinks she's being nice, but she's like, oh, I heard your your boyfriend broke up with you. He's a rat face anyway. Fuck him. And, you know, just, you know <laughs> not necessarily the right thing to say. So, yeah, they just chav out and get in another fight. 
headbutts her. <laughs> and then I don't know. I guess it's not touching Jody. I think it's just Jody when she's mad. When at she someone. wishes, yeah. yeah, someone felt the way. Yeah, her power is she. She causes people to lose their hair. Yeah, which is uh, demonstrated yes. here with. I guess it's interesting how yeah they always do the weird. How do they? show on a low budget people's effects this one you can tell they're only going to do it this one time so like fuck it just do super close-ups of like the hair on people's arms that'll do (laughs) that's fine that's one thing i guess we'll talk about it more next episode because that's the one about curtis but i love curtis's one where they go into his eye show uh, show current events replaying backwards in his eye but yeah i think of all the cheap ass special effects curtis's is my favorite curtis tells the story of how he got arrested where uh his girlfriend and he were buying a bunch of coke. And she got it way worse than him because she had more on him, like enough for intent to... Intent to traffic, yeah. So she's actually in jail for like six months. But uh, but since she's in jail for six months, his girlfriend's kind of out of the picture. Alicia, first sort of... I mean, I guess we kind of got these little hints that Alicia's not the greatest person. Well, she also has been eyeballing Curtis too. But it's just a funny that that's where her mind immediately goes. She has no real sympathy for this girl. It's just like, oh, a, you don't have a girlfriend? Like... Eh? Let's yeah, fucking let's, fuck. let's hook up, and uh, and then just again because Curtis is at all hesitant, she's like, "Well, fuck it, I got the power to make anyone like me." And as we saw in that montage at the start, she's because last episode she mentioned she almost used it on people, but she didn't. Now she's fully going. Yeah, just all the way. Tits out, yeah. fucking let's do it. So yeah, she uh, she touches Curtis. They immediately just go into super sex mode, go into the... Uh, it's those nice little moments, yeah, where you kind of forget that uh, Simon, even as, as viewers, we just forget about Simon. You forget that he's in there invisible. <laughs> so, yeah, he's just... He at least doesn't... He's not as creepy as last time. He's around. He definitely heard He didn't him. go to the bathroom and fucking eyeball him. <laughs> yeah, it's not that fucking creepy. So, Curtis is... Uh, Pounding the hole off of leaving. <laughs> yeah, and then after they're done, uh, he's very upset. Yeah, like, he gets pretty fucking bent out of shape about it. And she basically raped him. Yeah, and she doesn't, she really doesn't, she oh, doesn't Oh, you get liked it. it, trust me. <laughs> Fuck. So then uh, that handsome guy, Ben, he sort of consoles her. So she's like, let me just try it on again. Let's just keep on rolling with my insane power trip of my fucking weird power. So she uses her powers to bang him. And we find out, especially through him, like... He doesn't even really know what the fuck is going on after. Yeah, he's like getting dressed and he's like, did, did we have sex? Uh, I don't remember having sex. And she's like laying in bed almost crying about the whole ordeal. But like, fuck yeah. you, you slut. So her power really is like a, almost like a black hole of like, yeah, if people don't even remember that they banged her, like, what is what is this? What's the point of this? What is the value of this? <laughs> and yeah, it's, it's a pretty fucked up power. And it's just going to get even fucking weirder. So Simon's still talking to the chick online, Shy Girl 18, and uh, he's just complaining to her, oh, the other Asbo kids don't like me. Fucking, <laughs> because you're a fucking weirdo. He finally breaks down and asks if Shy Girl's got a boyfriend. Right. And then she's like, oh, I had a boyfriend, but not anymore. And that's when we show we the see big the, car- the big reveal. It's actually their friggin' worker yeah. and her boyfriend was Tony. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty cool how they did it. Like, it's just her at her computer, and then it goes over to her desktop, and it's her and Tony. And you're like, because I guess we just take it for granted because we've seen the show we before. It. But it's like, oh, fuck. Like, that's why. Because I, I guess I thought it was weird last episode that they were so open about the fact that it was Sally who was leaving the notes. But I guess the first-time viewer wouldn't know what her connection is to Tony anyway. So yeah. this is the, the mystery revealed now. Is like The big she, reveal. Yeah, she was Tony's girlfriend. And uh, 
I guess they're all just just a family of probation workers. <laughs> but yeah, she's totally on to them for sure. And then uh, I guess the kind of weird plot of the episode, this is where it feels like like a kind of a weird filler episode is this is a really strange plot where there there's construction happening at the bridge where they bury these bodies so they're like oh fuck we got to get the bodies out of there and they just because it's maybe again it's because they only have so many sets or whatever but they basically just they have to dig up the bodies just so they can put the bodies back back (laughs) under the foundations apparently they're putting like an environmental monitoring station under the bridge to measure CO2 emissions or something. So it's a little weird. I can see why I didn't really remember this episode. Cause yeah, it's like, okay, you've like Nathan even comments on it. Like what we, so we buried them and now we're just putting them back. <laughs> what is this shit? But I guess it makes sense. Cause now they're under the foundation. They're like truly buried. No one's going to find these bodies. Oh yeah. So they go dig up these bodies and uh, it is pretty gross where uh, they, I guess maybe it's Nathan who does this. He accidentally uses his uh, the, his shovel to cut off one of their hands, <laughs> and of course these bodies smell gross and it's all disgusting. But while they're doing this, he uh, he admits that he has a key. He knows there's a room where they can hide the bodies in the in the community center. And they're like, "Why do you have all the? Why do you know all this shit?" So he finally admits that he's homeless and he lives in the community center. And they're definitely planting some seeds of I didn't really remember this either that much, but that him and Kelly are kind of getting together yeah like you know she still hits him all the time and stuff but she she's like like earlier in the episode when he uh was impersonating bono and no one thought it was funny yeah and she still didn't when she was in the same room but when she was in the next room doing the thing with jody she kind of smiled when he went by doing his bono he was on fucking roller skates of course you're gonna giggle at him but that is kind of funny with kelly in particular like it makes sense that she would never show that she thinks he's funny to his face <laughs> but then <laughs> she's like he is pretty fucking funny actually while they're moving these bodies uh they find out kelly's been wearing a wig because all her hair fell out yeah due to her scuffle and i'm amazed too with like bald caps it's pretty good because she has a lot of hair and, and they hit it all yeah like her head's a little big obviously because of this hair but it's like yeah they did a pretty good job it looks all right <laughs> surprise and uh, yeah, just again with the estate where everyone's just around, it's always like you see the same characters. So Kelly just by being around happens to notice that Jody's boyfriend, Darren, is also bald. bald and he's k- trying to kick down fucking her door. You did it to me, you bitch. I know you did it. So yeah, that's when she realizes like, oh, okay, it must be this fucking Jody who is turning everyone fucking bald. And then he's, what was the line? That fucking bitch, I'm going to rip her tits off. She's <laughs> like, all right, give her... Oh, yeah, and here's where Simon has the big plan of, like, okay, now that they're... Now that they're done digging, they, in order, before they, be, you know, make the concrete foundations, we'll bury the bodies so that they're buried under concrete. It's a good plan. It's kind of annoying. <laughs> so then to move these bodies back, Invisible Simon, he steals Sally's car keys. This is, it's a little weird. So they load the bodies into the trunk of the car, the boot, of yeah. course, <laughs> British. So, uh, yeah, they load the bodies into Sally's trunk. But then Sally comes they out to the parking stupidly lot. Stupidly leave the keys in the ignition. So she just drives off with the car. So now she's driving around with a car with a dead kid and her dead fiance in the in the boot. In the boot. And so they're all freaking out about that. Meanwhile, uh, so Alicia, she uh, again, she wants to kind of make Curtis jealous. So she's still angry that Curtis is angry at her. So she's like, "Hey, Ben, handsome Ben, fuck Curtis, come yeah, hang come, out. With me. Come fuck me." So they're hanging out in a car, but he touches her and gets all rapey so this is like where again one of these little genius moments of this show curtis 
followed them. So he sees what's happening. He runs in to help. But he ends up touching her. And so then he gets all rapey. So there's two dudes in the vehicle trying to rape her. And yeah, talk about the worst power ever. Like of the five, she definitely has the worst power. Because like, yeah, probably <laughs> she was having fun at the club and stuff. It's like when, I don't know, maybe it's like a metaphor for just being a hot chick in general, but exploded. Like I always kind of think like if you were a super hot girl, that's nice as long as the people you want to like you are paying attention to you. But then you've got all the creeps of the world that are also paying attention. And that's the downside Yeah. where this is kind of like that. Like as long as times 100. Yeah. Yeah. As long as she's on top of it and she's like, okay, guy at the club, I like you. Then it's kind of fun. But yeah, it's like now there's two guys in this car who are both trying to get their dicks into her. Yeah, and it's like, wow, this sucks. This is like a nightmare power now. This is horrible. And it's like uh, like that cop from last episode or the old man. Like, at least Curtis knows what's happening. Yeah. Where to Ben, he's just like, like he seems like, if anything, like just a do-gooder, like let's help the world guy. And he's like, it must be weird to him where he's like, how did I just become a rapist all of a sudden yeah. why am i trying to rape this woman what? yeah but he doesn't remember doing it yeah that's so true. that's the good thing yeah like later when he's like whatever happened in the car yeah he's he's not being disingenuous he he could kind of piece it together but it makes no fucking sense so you just got to cognitively reframe of like i just don't even know i don't know what happened so anyway she's running away and curtis chases her down <laughs> meanwhile yeah nathan because they're like we gotta fucking you know, deal with this Sally driving around with the bodies. I love the the message Nathan leaves. Where she, oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he like calls Curtis's phone, and he's just like, "Ah, someone left the cars, uh, keys the keys in the car. In the car and Could be anyone." She's now driving around with uh, the stiffs in the boot. So you know, call calls back. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking awesome! Like this episode, I think had less. There was hardly any Nathan. Yeah, so less like super hilarious lines for me to just toss at the beginning or whatever. But like, yeah, I'm putting that one in. That's <laughs> just, probably. Yeah. Yeah. Love Nathan Nathan's message. That or that fucking bitch I've got a ripper tits. <laughs> yeah, actually, I should dig that one up. I'll put that one in for sure. Uh, so then, yeah, Alicia and Curtis are having their... Uh, they have a chat. Their drama. And yeah, it's like he says he does like her. He just doesn't like when she's a magical rape witch. Which <laughs> <laughs> I think is fair. Jesus, fuck. And Simon... So yeah, when they were digging up the bodies, Simon is like, he's a, he's a sneaky, sneaky one. He steals fucking Tony's uh, wallet. And uses his credit card to book a flight. flight to Spain. In a couple of weeks, yeah. So uh, so they've got this investigator, police investigator friend, Tony and Sally's friend, who... Uh, Discovers that he's booked a flight. Yeah, so he tells Sally, it's like, I think Tony's alive. And like, I know it sucks, but I think he, I think he, he just you. fucked off on you. But Sally's just like, no he would point. never do that to me. And it's just funny because, again, like with that Ben guy, except it seems like Sally and Tony probably were legitimately good people. They had this strong relationship. She's just like, like, there's no fucking way. He just wouldn't have done this. Like, like we're good people. And it's just funny that in this show, good people don't do no, well. Good people get <laughs> fucked hardcore. Like, everybody has problems, but you, it's better to be a bad person in this show. Because if you're a good person, you just get run over. But, and she seem, she knows that the kids have something to do with it. Yeah, that's what I like is that she just is like, she's not dumb. It's like in wrestling when, you know, it's like annoying when the good guy is just stupid. It's nice when you have the good guy who's smart and figures out what the bad guys are up to. That's what she's like, where she's like, look, it's those kids. They've clearly just fucking with his credit cards and stuff. It's definitely those kids. They definitely had something to do with this. And yeah, that's just kind of nice that uh, she gets it. 
the next day, the kids are like, okay, we're not arrested yet. She apparently hasn't they're, opened up her trunk. They're like, when does she show up? She shows up around eight. So they're all hiding by the dumpsters in the parking lot. Yeah. And this is when we both noticed that they have ankle monitors on. Yeah. And Which is weird. Yeah, like, I guess that... Because I was thinking, like, especially, like, say, with Kelly, like, when you're bald, why did she show up? She, like, puts on a wig and a hat and tries to get away with this. Like, if there's ever a day to stay the fuck home... It's when you miraculously, all your hair falls out in the shower. So, uh, yeah, I mean, I don't know how these work exactly either. Have you ever had an ankle bracelet? You no. ever been on house arrest? No, I've never been on... I've been on probation. Uh, not on house arrest, no. Didn't need an ankle monitor. Uh, but no, I have no idea. So I assume, yeah, I guess how it must work is like... It's just a GPS tracker is all that it really is. Right, so during those hours that they're supposed to be on probation that it would know if they're not there. Because, they, yeah, I guess that that's a good reason to explain why they're always there. And maybe that's how ASBO works. I don't know. <laughs> I don't fucking know. It's our, that's, I guess that's our first and probably our most enduring running segment is we don't understand fucking anything about England. <laughs> no, we really don't. So, yeah, they're all hiding behind the dumpster when she pulls up. And there, there, Dan called this one. Uh, she was going to smell the bodies in the car. She's sitting in the car as she's parking it. And you see her sniffing the air. And you're like, oh, she smells the bodies. Yeah, <laughs> which yeah, makes sense. And uh, oh, and it's awesome, too. Uh, poor old Gary. He doesn't even get to be in the show as a corpse. But they do show just for a second Tony's gross corpse. And he <laughs> yeah. looks fucked. And yeah, like that's just, again, the like... The cruelty of this show of like let's let this lady see her decomposed it's not even just the idea that he's dead like there he is there he is he's dead he's rotten enjoy and then that is obviously just a like one of these once the problems get big enough that they, they can't be fixed that's when that's curtis, when curtis's power kicks in yeah she gets out of the car discovers the corpse curtis's power kicks in and he tells them all, like, she's going to find the bodies right now. We've got to do something. Nathan to the rescue. <laughs> and this this is, like, one of the... Every time I think of, of Nathan's character, this is one of the scenes that just clicks for me. Again, because Nathan's the best and he's not in this one that much, this is probably the best thing that happens in this whole episode. <laughs> he runs up with a brick as she's about to open the trunk, and he fucking whips the brick into her windshield. <laughs> and she's like, what are you doing? And he's like, it's just pure vandalism. Pure mindless vandalism, yeah. Because it's funny because it is quick thinking in a sense. Like they only had a second. It's like we got to do something now. And yeah, it's just like it's it's clever and stupid at the same time. Of like, oh, there's a brick. I'll just throw it in the window. Yeah, and then she's like, are you mentally deficient? If I was mentally deficient, I would have missed. Look at that. Bullseye. <laughs> That's awesome. So yeah, then uh, she carries him off, and then they basically now they get the bodies out of the trunk. They get them reburied. Yeah, they kind of just gloss over that. They don't really show it. They just show the people pouring the cement on top of the bodies, <laughs> looking very satisfied. Especially Simon. Like they've got this long. Simon looks creepy as fuck in that scene. Yeah, like everybody leaves, and he just stays there for an extra moment. And you could tell he's really pleased that like he's the one who noticed that the digging was happening. He had the plan to get the bodies out and then get them back under, and it all worked. And, like, at this point, if I had to predict where Simon was going... It, He's going to be a villain. Yeah, he totally seems like... This seems like such a super villain uh, origin story. Because everything we've learned about him is that he's a creepy penny sniffer who burns people's houses <laughs> down. Everyone hates him. He's bothered by it. And he's smart. Like, this is, like, all super villain shit. <laughs> so... so then uh, Kelly confronts Jody and uh, finds out that how Jody's power worked. So she got alopecia... From the stress of her dad leaving the family 
And then when the storm happened, because... She's bald and was upset that everyone... She got dumped by her ex for having alopecia. So now, yeah, whenever she's pissed at someone, they lose all their hair. She wants to make them feel the way she feels. So she causes everyone's fucking hair to fall out. Which again, I don't know, it's kind of not the best power in the world. <laughs> it's still better than becoming a fucking Jack Russell Terrier. Yeah. Yeah, Nathan even says, like, he just makes people bald. What a shit power. <laughs> like, like, I love him because he just says what the audience is audience thinking all the time. Thinking, oh, yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. And that's one thing, too. I mean, because I'm pretty sure next episode, Kelly's hair is just back. And Jody says, like, in a couple It'll grow back in a couple of weeks. But it's very weird. They did it. And then they just gloss over this. It's not that in a couple of weeks your hair will start to grow back. It's just back. Yeah, so, I mean, again, that must just be a shocking night of just, like, I bet you're, I bet it hurts to grow. To grow two years' worth of hair in an evening. Yeah. And then, you know, you got to get it re-dyed. So Curtis and Alicia decide they're going to try being a couple, but since they can't touch each other, Alicia gonna, comes up. They're going to fucking they're gonna fucking masturbate in front of each other while yeah. talking dirty. But it's, like, it's kind of a good plan. She's just, like, phone sex without the, se- or phone sex without the phone. Without the phone. We'll just stare at each other while we wank ourselves off and he's like yeah right <laughs> although that does make for weird shit in the next episode <laughs> yeah. man i can't wait till again like yeah maybe we're kind of burning through this fast but again this is one of those connective tissue episodes but yeah next episode is definitely my favorite episode of misfits and i was thinking man it's like one of my top 10 tv favorite shows tv shows ever it's so fucking good but yeah we'll get there we'll get there soon enough so yeah this week the bodies are hidden tony has this paper trail that makes him seem alive Everything's pretty good in Misfits land, but still no one wants to hang out with Simon. He wants to get everybody together for a drink after successfully hiding the bodies and everything. And they're all just like, nah, fuck you, Nathan's line. Are you asking me on a date? (laughs) I'm not your I'm not your horse. (laughs) And then, yeah, they're all like, look, we're not hanging out with you. Get out of here. The only one who's kind of nice is Kelly, but she's like, look, I'm bald, mate. I'm not doing this. I'm not going out until my hair grows back. Fuck you. So then after everyone leaves, like his seizure thing, it's like it's even worse. He falls down and just freaks out of the ground. And it seems like he's in pain this time. Like normally he doesn't make any noise. He just sort of twitches a bit and he's done. This time he's like basically having a seizure turns invisible just hangs out by himself and just hangs out on the roof of the community center beautiful shot and uh there's definitely i was saying how british shows have such cool music and like it seems like they must have different rights and i noticed like in the credits even they don't list the music where we always list the music and everything so uh so that's just kind of interesting maybe i should look into it more of how it actually works I could have looked up. People have made lists of all the music from the show. From the show. And again, the music's always just generally good, but nothing really stood out to me on this one. But I was thinking because this episode is about uh, Alicia's problems with, uh, you know, it's like she wishes she could be close to people and her powers are all love-based, but she's now totally removed and just blah, blah, blah. It doesn't really relate, but I was like, let's just play Can You Feel My Heart? Because I like that song. It is sort of sort of relates yeah yeah and it's british look at that <laughs> <Close> enough <laughs> and then yeah next episode again another reason why next episode is one of my favorites it has a super awesome song but yeah i think that's what we'll do if there is like a standout song from the episode i'll play that if not i'll just play whatever is a fucking whatever i want to play play some random bring me the horizon yeah every every episode at least it's not 311 because that's what i was listening to <laughs> last night. i guess though music wise too i wanted to mention real quick that as i was googling shit for this show you can find the, uh, the like, incidental music, the OST music for this show, especially, or at least for season one and two. It's uh, by a guy named Vince Pope, and so it's all online, and uh, it's just good, you know? It's just all those little 
little bits of music they use in between stuff. But the I, little orchestral shit. Yeah, I just gave it a listen, and uh, it's just good. Just good stuff. Uh, oh, yeah, and the other thing, I guess, is... Uh, if you want to contact us for any reason about Misfits, I guess the easiest way is if you go to keithcourage.com slash misfits. Our info is there. You can tweet us or whatever the fuck. Feel free, bitches. Yeah, or don't, whatever. You know, just chill out and yeah, do your thing. So until uh, next week, we, we fucking love ya. We fucking love ya. <laughs> we should all go out for a drink. You know, to celebrate. It's like an ironic fucking to the probation worker. We're all out having a good time. You're buried under the foundations of an environmental monitoring station.
just pure mindless vandalism. What is the matter with you? Are you mentally deficient? If I was mentally deficient, I would have missed. Check that out. Bullseye.